This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Wednesday the 26th of May. Justin, three in four young Aussies believe they will be worse off financially than their elders. Ooh. Thank you, low wages and unaffordable housing <laughs> prices. Not ideal news for your Wednesday morning, my man. Mm-mm, not at all. But Brett, a TikTok user has now blasted sneaky giant Converse for allegedly stealing her shoe designs. Ooh. She sent designs to the company in an internship application and did not hear back from them. Oh. Lo and behold, Converse have stolen her designs, but they deny all the allegations. Three truly credible stories today, Justin. (laughs) Let's do it. For our first, an Australian e-commerce startup named Little Birdie has raised $30 million from ComBank before they've even launched. Wowee, that is very interesting indeed. What is the story? Right, well, Little Birdie is an online retailer that wants to become the new homepage of online shopping. But it doesn't even launch until next (laughs) month. (laughs) Do they do anything unique or different? That's what I'm wondering. Well, they want to aggregate products from different online brands in one spot, so (laughs) not sure. But they kind of want to be a little bit like Google or Amazon, I'm thinking, or Afterpay. I.e., the first place a consumer goes when they're looking for something to buy. Think comparing products, looking for price drops, Etc. And this ComBank investment in Little Birdie brings its valuation to $130 million. Humongous for a pre-launch Australian company. So what is the key learning here? There are pretty significant differences between the e-commerce markets in Australia and the US. And this is what Little Birdie wants to take advantage of. Australian shoppers tend to spend more time choosing between several platforms. At eBay, Gumtree, Amazon, etc. In other words, there are many players fighting for market share. Unlike in the US where your choices are Amazon... <laughs> Amazon or Amazon? Now, obviously, the pandemic has accelerated online shopping and saw many, many brands switch to an online presence. And strangely, this is what's exciting for ComBank. Because they will be able to access Little Birdie's, let's say, catalogue of shopping content to create targeted offers for their own customers. And they're going to integrate this shopping content into their own banking app, which just so happens to reach 11 million Aussie customers. For our second story, Zipco, the Aussie buy now, pay later star, will invest more than $160 million to buy 100% of two buy now, pay later companies around the world. Oh, spreading their tentacles a little bit more, Brett. <laughs> I like it. Tell me more. Well, these days, Zip is worth just under $4 billion, much smaller than Afterpay, but much bigger than about 300 other buy now, pay laters <laughs> floating around town. Get this, B-Man. Zip already has a small ownership in these two overseas companies. Yep, there's Twisto Payments in Europe and there's Spot in the Middle East. But now, Zip is paying around 89 million euro or 140 million Aussie dollars for the remaining shares in those two companies. So what is the key learning here? Buying a minority stake in a company gives an investor optionality and additional insights into the startup. Zip likes to make low-risk, small investments in buy now, pay later companies around the world. Then they keep an eye on things at the company. Watch their management team. See if there is a good cultural fit. They assess whether they could one day maybe integrate. And then bam, they pound. (laughs) and they take full ownership. That's what happened here with Twisto and Spotty. And it's kind of similar to what Zip did with QuadPay in the US too. And in a matter of just a couple of short years, Justin, Zip has gone from humble Aussie startup to global payments kahuna. (laughs) For our third and final story, Australia's chief medical officer won't rule out a cash lottery or (laughs) other incentives to improve Australia's COVID vaccination rate. This is actually hilarious, but also (laughs) kind of awesome. So what is happening here? All right, with some background, the US state of Ohio launched a $1 million lottery 
lottery that was open to vaccinated Americans, and that was to boost vaccination rates. Now, after an actual increase in vaccinations, New York followed that lead with a lottery scheme of their own named Vax and Scratch. I like it. Now, in Europe, <laughs> Serbia is exploring cash payments to those who are vaccinated. Now, in Australia, we've only issued 3.7 million vaccinations so far, when we need to make around 40 million vaccinations. So, Australia's chief medical officer said everything is potentially on the table, my friends. We're talking as many incentives as we can for people to become vaccinated. So what is the key learning here? A financial incentive is obviously something that motivates an individual to perform an action. And what's interesting here, Justin, is that incentives can be extremely effective in encouraging people to change their behaviours. Maybe it's doing more exercise. Maybe it's paying your taxes on time. Maybe it's getting vaccinated in a once-in-a-century pandemic. <laughs> or maybe it's adding $25 to your savings account. Sound familiar, Flux fam? <laughs> so today, even governments are being proactive around incentives because they believe incentives can actually help drive new behaviours for everyday citizens. And considering one in three Aussies feel apprehensive towards getting vaccinated, the government needs to incentivize vaccinations fast. Speaking of financial incentive, Justin, who won the big $100 win the week prizes this week? We've got Melanie from New South Wales. Have a look, it's Hannah from New South Wales. And we've got Kelvin from WA. Fuck them, if you're looking for an incentive to save money this week, make sure you check out our weekly savings game, Win the Week. Download the Flux app and check it out. You could be a winner next week. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.